Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Back to movie sucktastic. It sucks. Well, I don't know. Not movie sucktastic doesn't. I don't either. What the hell? <laughs> Start it's over. Be, you know what it is. It, it's the end of the video. Doesn't have any sound still, and it just. I don't know. Oh, what, you want the leader? It's just something yeah. to lead out with. No, I know. I know what you're saying. I don't think you do. <laughs> I do. That's why I. That's why I need to do that. I need to send you the file. You have that, so I have, you can edit that in, right? Oh uh, yeah, I, I think I had another file of the same thing. I have to find it. Right. Well, I, I can just give you the one I have in my video, which I should do another one myself. It's it's not that I'm saying we're tired of yours. I'm just saying we should rotate. No, I understand. Videos. No, no, I get it. I understand definitely. Hey, I think we've been using yours longer than we use mine. No. You don't think so? No, but don't do the math now. Don't 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 do the math. Sure, let me do the math. Let's see. Mine premiered in episode. Oh, here we go. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Welcome. Now, now this, well, uh, this episode was going to be uh, our review of Total Recall, the original and the remake. Yes. And and ironically, uh, the same week that I'm re 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 watching the original, I end up watching the episode of Dexter. Hmm. With the Tooth Fairy, who's played by the the lead bad guy in Total Recall. The name escapes me at the moment. The guy from RoboCop. Peter Weller. No, that's RoboCop. I'm talking about the guy from Total Recall that's the bad guy that's also the bad guy in RoboCop. Oh, the guy, yeah, what's his face? The guy that played Red in, um... No! Who are you talking no. about? God are you talking, damn it. Are, are you talking about the right film? 
Yes. Oh, all right. You know, you, the tooth to fairy. Do a little typing thing there. He plays the tooth fairy in Dexter, epi- uh, season six, I believe. I'm on right now. Okay. He's also, he's also the guy, the Mitt Romney guy that owns Mars. That's you know he has the line, uh, "I'm gonna blow up this planet and be home in time for cornflakes," and he's also that the CEO of Ronnie OCP. Cox? Yes. No. Ronnie, no, Ronnie Cox is yeah. at the Tooth Fairy. Dude. Seriously, you know it's interesting. He's, I just had a conversation about Ronnie Cox. The, it's Ronnie Cox. He's the Tooth Fairy. The, the other day with Mare, because I was telling her that we were reviewing Total Recall, and I was like, "What? Are, I, for whatever reason, I can't remember his name, but I know it's like a dirty last name, like Johnny Dick or something." <laughs> <laughs> and then all of a sudden, hit, ah, Ronnie Cox. Good old Ronnie Cox. Yeah. Yeah, he plays he plays the the head CEO of OCP oh, in RoboCop. You're he talking about the, Keith Carradine. What the fuck? Come on, dude. That is no. not the guy. Keith Carradine. No, no that's no, the guy no? who owns the company. Motherfucker. Google. Bring up <laughs> RoboCop on IMDb. All right. Okay. There's the, there's the guy that owns the company. Then there's the CEO. The one that has that has the, gives the order to kill people. The one that RoboCop has to go to rest at the end. Wait, is that the dude from uh, Deep Star Six? The one that ends up in the submarine that plummets he's, and his head explodes. He's the, he's the police chief from Beverly Hills Cop. Same guy. All those movies. He's like in every '80s film. Ronnie, Co- that's Ronnie Cox. That's what I'm saying. I don't think so, dude. Did, look it up on IMDb. I look. I'm watching the show. I'm like, I recognize that guy. I looked it up. It's Ronnie Cox. He plays the Tooth Fairy in season six of Dexter, and he got he he's old. He aged. I felt so old watching that. It's like Jesus. I watched this guy like kick ass in, all over the eighties. Then again, you know he was kind of old in the eighties too. So, wait. I think I know who. Yeah, hold on. I think I know who you mean. Um, I mean Ronnie Cox. <laughs> yes, I know. Yes. Uh, yes, he played Walter Kenny. He he was in one episode. Right, he played the Tooth Fairy. He played the Tooth Fairy. Yes, he did. You're That's right. what I'm saying. Okay. okay. All right. All right. All right. You are correct, sir. I know I'm correct. That's I haven't the... listen. I I don't remember. He was in one episode. Right. No, but that. <laughs> and I I, rem- I remember the episode now. He's like in. He's like some douchebag that he that Dexter visits in like some shitty apartment. And he's got like anger issues, and I was like, "The fucking bitch, Arr, that guy." Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Right, right. Here, here, here's my point: is yes. you gotta have a little faith in me, sir. <laughs> because I do, I, mentioned, I do. I'm here, sorry. Here's what scares me. Here's what scares me. I yeah. mentioned, uh, I, I mentioned Total Recall, then I mentioned RoboCop, and I say it's the guy from both films. And you're mentioning like you're mentioning every other person in the movie. I'm surprised you didn't mention Nancy Allen. <laughs> You mean the woman that was no 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 that's a woman I'm talking about Ronnie Cox. And and well Ronnie Cox was uh, after Peter Weller Ronnie Cox was my next guest and for some reason I didn't want to believe it. And I never re- I never realized this until I just looked at it too. Yeah. Uh, in his, in the in RoboCop Ronnie Cox his character's name is Dick Jones. Oh. <laughs> oh that's right because what's his face from Deep Star Six he. he they they have that little interaction in the bathroom and he just calls him. All right. He's like, "All right, here, Dick." Here 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 here's a rule. 
You can what? never reference Deep Star Six <laughs> for anything. <laughs> That's a rule. That's not a rule. I don't rule. think I should you have just, to bring that you up. You just made that up. You read from that '70s show. That's fine. Deep Star Six, no. <laughs> I yeah, well, you know what? I don't remember his name, and I, I remember him from Deep Star Six, Robocop, and fucking the Night Flyer. That's it. And, and I know he's been in a Flyer. hell of a lot more shit than that. Nobody knows wait, wait, the Night Flyer. Wait, wait, well, the Night Flyer. Should... That wasn't that wasn't Red from uh, the '70s show. No, not Did Red. It the... was no, no, no. It was the guy Miguel that was. Ferrer. I'm not talking about yeah. Red. Uh, right, I was talking about, about Ferrer. He's the one yeah, that's yeah, his kneecap yeah. shot in Robocop, right? Yes. That's yeah. Miguel Ferrer. And then yeah. he's blown up. Yes. Um, but no, he was in the Night Flyer. He was in Robocop. Right. He was in uh, Deep Star Six. Mm-hmm. He's, his head explodes in Deep Star Six. It's pretty good. Pretty... another film you could have used as a reference. <laughs> Beverly Hills Chihuahua 3. No, no, that wouldn't work. He's, he's been in a bunch of stuff, but those are the three oh, yeah. that I know well. But, yeah, no, I, I honestly, I, I can't think off the top of my head another film he's been in either, but he's been in a ton of shit. Um, a lot of TV shit. Yeah. Damn, I gotta go back works. to the 80s for him. Uh, and, and just to briefly, you know, mention, no. uh, again, we're not doing the review for Total Recall, the remakes. Well, that's what I was do- getting at, yeah. We're doing that next week, and um, just a little, just a little taste, a little preview just so everybody has something to look forward to next week, I did not like the remake. Wow, I'm surprised, and that it's definitely something we'll have to talk about. Did not. I still don't. I, still I don't actually like am angry. So really, th- that's something. Well, I'm not. So, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> stop it with that. <laughs> I'm not so much angry that they made a remake and tried to improve. I'm more angry that they kind of had. You know what? I'll save it for next week. Yeah, because save it, if we save if, it. if we do it, we're going to start talking about it, and then we're just going to end up fucking reviewing it. We're going to have a three hour show because we're doing Oscar nominations as well. You're you're just pissed because they didn't have the, the the prostitute with three breasts in it. They did. They had they her did? from the chest up, not nipples down. That doesn't that doesn't count. You you're gonna wish you had three. Shut the fuck up. All right, please shut up with your three tits. All right, that still look hey. rubbery. <laughs> hey, that was a damn good job. I'm sorry. I, rubbery or not. What, the don't, remake don't, don't, or the original? The original. I'm not talking about the original. I'm talking about the remake doing the same thing, except you don't see even nipples, and it still looked rubbery in 2013. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. The film, it's 23 years ago. We can't get this shit right. It's like when they fucking had Yoda... In the new Star Wars films, the puppet, like, 30 years later, looked worse than the one that they had in 19-fucking-80. How is that possible? You've already referenced uh, Deep Star 6, or no, I'm Best picture nominations, everybody. (laughs) So, yeah, so what happened was, uh, I've been so, and we didn't have our episode last week because uh, I had school stuff happening, and I I was too busy writing... uh, I, trying to trying to write a serious critical paper on Jim Cotta, <laughs> I painted Look. myself into a fucking corner on that one. Uh, good news is though, I might be able to turn it into a little book, so we'll see. Uh, <laughs> but in the meantime, <laughs> cool. we had to drop a week, and then uh, I didn't realize until Joey told me this morning that uh, Oscar nominations were out today. Right, which I missed because of work. And 
and I didn't even know about b- between work and school. <laughs> yeah. In the back of my brain, I knew it was happening soon, but I didn't think it was today. So yeah, the nominations uh, the post- uh, they go live at eight thirty Eastern time, and sure enough, something fucking broke at eight in the morning. So I missed them, and I was not happy about that. So uh, we postponed the total recall till next week, and we're going to be doing the Oscar, just going over the Oscar nominations. Now, now this is obviously way in the future, like two months, almost two months from now. Uh, are you? Are we doing a live broadcast for the Oscars? Our I, traditional. I am, I am definitely. Uh, let me see what the date is. Uh, it's March second, Sunday. Let me check. I might be in Atlanta. Uh, hang on a second. Okay. Let me. Let me I'm gonna bring up my Google Calendar while we're talking. Uh, uh, but I'm definitely game for it if I am available. I mean, even uh, if you're gone, if you're available, you could phone in because I'd still like to do the live broadcast anyway. I am available. You're actually catching me the weekend before. I'm gonna be in California. The weekend after, I'm gonna be in Georgia. But that weekend, baby, I'm all yours. Nice. Nice. All right, great. I'm a traveling man these days. I can't believe it. Look at that. It's insane. All right. I would be, uh, so we're just going to discuss the uh, categories and what's been in there. And I'm going to start off the bat uh, Okay. Th- with the the top ten best picture, obviously, because this is something that we've, we've uh, discussed repeatedly since they invented the ten picture uh, ten nominee slot for best picture solely so Avatar could be nominated. And right, and we haven't had ten that, nominations since Avatar. Right. We only have uh, nine they, this year. Right, because they couldn't think of a tenth one that didn't sound as bad as some of the ones they have in here. Uh, now, since then, though. Every year, you can pick one specific one that you can say there's not a shot in hell, like Avatar, there's not a shot in hell that has ever would have been nominated for Best Picture if they still only had five slots. Right. And this year, it's obviously Gravity. No. Wow, you are so wrong. Yes. No, I'm dead on. There's no, no fucking way Gravity gets Best Picture in with five slots. Well... Seriously. You know what? I I don't want to I don't want to say you're wrong. Uh, well, just, no, just you're so wrong. You know, I'm, you're I'm wrong. Not, I'm not, yeah, you're wrong. No, just so you know, I'm not teasing you. I know you're not. I'm dead serious. No, I'm dead serious because gravity is the same thing as uh, Avatar. It's the same thing as um, the 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 aliens prequel. Pr- Prometheus. Prometheus. For some reason, every time I go to say Prometheus, I think of another title, and now, ironically, I can't think of that title. But <laughs> there's a wire cross somewhere. Every year you have one film that is a special effects extravaganza. It does well in the theaters, but story-wise, art-craft-wise, as a film, and let's, 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 take, let's look at the title of the category, Best Picture. It's not mm-hmm. good picture. It's not entertaining picture. It's best picture. Now, we have to dis- what you and I have to discuss right now is what do we mean by best picture? Do we uh, mean something that was really good that we liked? Do you want my definition of that? 
No. Yes, I do. Of course. I'm, that's why I'm t- we're talking <laughs> oh, about this. Okay. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. My interpretation, mine, of best picture uh, would be it is these are the absolute best films of the right. year. Meaning, if you put this film in front of, say, 10 people, and ma- the majority okay. is going to say, all right, this this film is no. good enough, or the, the the best film of the year. No, majority does not enter into this. Otherwise, it would be popular film of the year. This is best. We're 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 no no no. Critiquing. I'm saying the majority is going to say that this is the best film of the year. Right. No, I'm saying the majority doesn't have the majority of 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 uh, voting people. Maybe because obviously that's how it's voted on. But yeah. when you say majority, what do you mean majority? The general public. I'm talking about anyone that sees it. Yeah, no. If you showed that, this to a, a million people, most the, the majority of them are going to say this is the best picture this year. If right, you showed it you to 10 what? people, if, the majority is going to say this is the best picture this no, year. No, if that was the criteria, then Twilight would have been nominated at least one of those years. You can't, no, no it's not. Come on, no, 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 no enough, enough people. Enough it's not people, about people. Listen, it's, listen, listen. People go to see a movie like Twilight, they enjoy it, but they know it's not good. No, they don't. That's the difference. No, they don't. No, you're you're missing my point. It's it's this isn't about the popularity or the public. Well, it is now because since they created the ten slot best picture, so they can squeeze in shit like Avatar because it's widely popular, <laughs> well, yeah. and they can't get a backlash to that. What I'm saying is, it's 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 the Academy, and they're picking the best picture. We know what best means. It means better than the others. What I'm saying is best. What's the best picture? What are the qualities that you look for to say this is the best film of the year? Well, and it's a com- it's a combination you, of all the you, other sure. not, story yeah. writing, plot, acting, the whole package, directing, just everything. Right, the film is a is a culmination of the craft, but much more than that, it's also an important film. And to a degree, and that's something you can't pin down. That's nebulous. Uh, but I, I don't know if I'd go important, but. I, I, well, to a degree, sure, but not. I don't not, mean important to history. I mean, I mean important as far as in itself. That's why I said it was nebulous, and I probably should track off of that. But again, if you're looking at the criteria of best direction, best cinematography, best acting, best story, uh, you know, best everything. Yeah. Now, and and like, listen, I, I'm not the, saying best. With, with I'm that, not saying Gravity deserves best picture. I'm not even saying it deserves to be nominated. I'm just saying that it's certainly not as bad as you make it out to be. And we talked I'm about that last week. Specifically, what I specifically said is, if they only had five slots for best Oscars, there's no way in hell Gravity would be on that list. And I think you're wrong. And the only reason I say really? you're wrong, is I'm not saying you're wrong because I think you're wrong. I'm saying you're wrong because I know how Hollywood the Academy, the voters for the for this type of stuff, think the love affair they have with Alfonso Cuaron is greater than your opinion on that. No, no, no. If the you love look, they have, the love if you look, they have with any hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Every single year, since they've gone to the 10 uh, nominee format, if you look at who they pick for best director, that, for the, for, for the most part, pretty much denotes what they would have nominated 
as their five Best Picture nominees had they just kept the five nominee slots. And Gravity is in there with the you know Nebraska, Twelve Years a Slave, Wolf of Wall Street, and American Hustle. That is almost every, actually since they've gone to the ten nominee slot, that has been the definitive. This is what it would have been if there were still five slots. That's how I know that no. you're wrong. I, no, I, I, I totally disagree. I, I, it's, it's given them more. Do I, have to, do, do I have to pull stats right now, like on the fly? Going back to Avatar, looking at the five films that uh, were nominated for Best Director? Do I? I don't want to. Because I, I know I'm there's right. No, there's no point. Gravity would not be a Best Picture nomination. Yes, it would. It's not that good of a yeah. movie. It's it's really not. It's good. It's good. Uh, as, Don't listen to Scott. It, it, it's film. a good film. But no, it's not. That's what I'm saying. It, Besides it, my <laughs> hatred of the movie, I'm putting my hatred of the film aside. All Are right? we at that 20% I'm taking away, yet? I'm ta- <laughs> here, I'm ta- here's what I'm taking away. I'm taking okay. away my mocking of the woof, woof, woof scene. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm taking away my disgust of the subtle... Uh, religious theme that is just too pandering and and silly, especially mm. when you're in a science-based movie. I'll take away that. The film okay. has nothing holding it together, except visuals. And and a subcontext storyline about praying. That's all there is in the film. The sound mixing is fucked up because they put music in it and ruined it. Yeah, which well, the, I mean, we, which I believe the director would agree with me on, and well, we did talk about that, I right? Mean, yeah, so yeah. I'm saying it's not a good film. It's definitely not good enough when put up against other films that have complex plots, are actually filmed, and not CGI'd seventy five percent, eighty percent, ninety percent of the film, and and I'm gonna we're gonna discuss that in a moment too. And I think you'll agree with me on this one because you brought it up before too, not mm-hmm. with Gravity, but something else. I'm saying it's great, entertaining, fine, competently put together. It, I enjoyed watching it. It was fun watching. I mean, the, the, I, I sat through it. I didn't like turn it off halfway through, pissed off, which I rarely do. But it's not a best picture movie. It's really not. It's a it's a special effects film. It's a big and, budget and, blockbuster. And I'm and agreeing which, with you on that. Right, I, I am. Just, don't don't take my uh, yeah <laughs> my opinion I, of it, it. It would be nominated anyway. As, I don't think uh, as you're wrong that it's not best picture material. I agree. I enjoyed the film. I but, I was entertained. Visually, the most striking film probably all year, if not in the last oh, two or three years. I think visually, the first half hour gets boring. Visually, no, no, no. I'm talking about just the the special effects, the just all of that as a whole in general. I thought uh-huh. visually striking. It's going to look awesome on my new TV that I may or may not buy. Anyway, you know what? No, go ahead, finish. And but, I'll, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and, I, I'm, gonna and, and I'm agreeing with you. It is not best picture material. I just knew. We had the conversation before the nominees, even for the Golden Globes, came out. That mm-hmm. I said it's going to be nominated for best picture. But it is, know, and I didn't argue that it wouldn't because. No, got well, you were slots. you were mad. Of course, I was mad. <laughs> You're like it fucking better not, motherfucker. I'm like, right, dude, your like, nominations, like, are, they're not even like, the I, ink isn't even dry yet. It's like Titanic shouldn't have been nominated, let alone one for Best Picture. That is true too. So what I'm saying is, is there's actually really good stuff up this year. I am, I am very much looking forward to seeing uh, 
I'd say eight of the ten, eight or, or seven of the nine. I could give a flying fuck about Philomena. Hey, that I like could, I could give what? a flying fuck about Judy Dench finding herself or whatever the fuck this movie's about. I Obviously, so don't fucking care. Man. I don't know, dude. I, I don't know First what it's all, about. I don't all, care Judy what it's Dench about. Awesome. But the trailer okay. put me to sleep. All right. Steve Steve Coogan is a great. I like actor. Steve Coogan. I like it's him. It's nice to see him in a serious role. Oh, what? It's a hard to. Maybe I'm just getting older, but it's a nice film. It's a film about humans and emotion and family. And, and I'm and, already asleep. No, no. You, you want to really? And, and Gravity, you're riveted. I can guarantee you, I'll like Gravity I more. Oh, dude, come on! Don't do this to me. I'm gonna don't watch it. it because I, you know, we watch all the movies every year in preparation for the live Honestly, show. But I could myself? give. All I'm saying is, I could give right. a shit about seeing it. If it so wasn't up for, if it wasn't nominated for Best Picture, I would absolutely not be watching it. Very much so like the conversation we had about how I probably wouldn't even have fucking uh, uh, what inside uh, Lewin Davis uh-huh. on my radar if the Coen Brothers didn't direct it. You, you know what the worst year was for that? Remember the year with uh, with um, uh, the Sandra Bullock film with the football guy? What, what the, the Blind Side? That? The Blind, the blind side. side. That was like the worst Oscar year ever. It, yeah. Every film was like a painful struggle to watch. I, I, never I felt. Made, I, I remember like so sitting many there like, ah, oh, oh, why am I watching this stuff? It was the, the other one with the the guy with the the guy that looks like Ewan McGregor and the whole love interest thing. Uh, the oh, I oh, can't even. Um, yeah. No, I know what you mean. You're talking about. Um, uh, it was a based the, on the, the, the autobiography. An education. An education based on the autobiography, that self-serving uh, uh, journalist yeah. slut. Oh, excuse me. I shouldn't have said that. That's wrong. <laughs> that's mean. I apologize. Uh, but that, that's what I got from the movie, though, because it was completely self-serving. And, and uh, yeah, yeah I, I love a movie about a young girl. Like a, a, like a, it's a life I can't no, I can't get into a review about that because we're talking about new films, not the old ones. Let me stop that's that. That's right. Let me, and if so anybody me, wants to watch that episode... Or or, re, or listen to that episode. Just find, uh, what was that? Two Oscars ago, three Oscars ago. I think three. we have we have a whole description on the site about what we talk about and all that. It, anyway, um, that means you don't know the episode. Not offhand, <laughs> dude. Um, we're we're, so we're 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 well over a hundred episodes. You know, uh-huh. when we were under a yeah. hundred, fifty, sixty, eighty, eighty, ninety. I would have been, yeah, it's that episode, that episode, that episode. Mind is the first thing we're, to go, we're, says, we have, says, we have, says the we guy have too many. So the mind is the first thing to go, sir, says the guy who couldn't remember the blind side. Um, yeah. Out of these nine out of these nine Best Picture nominations, which for the benefit of our audience, I'll read, uh, we have American Hustle, mm-hmm. uh, Captain Phillips. Uh, now, American Hustle is that like 1970s throwback about con, con artists. Yep. Captain Phillips is real, uh, based on the actual uh, novel by the guy about uh, the captain of the ship that was taken over by pirates. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dallas Buyers Club, uh, which is about football, correct? Mm, I didn't I'm think it was. Guessing, I'm guessing about that. What's the Dallas mm-hmm. Buyers Club? I saw the. Uh, I, don't, I, I know I, I saw the trailer. I know I saw the trailer and then said, All right. "Yeah, no, yeah, wait, you know, it, it has nothing." Oh! 
No, I want to see this. Oh, I take that back. You know what? You know what the problem is? Is is uh, I keep getting monkey balls stuck on my head. Don't ask me why there's a connection here. No, Dale uh, Spires Club. I I, is I, I I fucking hate the new internet. All I did was oh, well, click on uh, on a film synopsis, and I have a commercial playing in the background that I can't oh, stop yeah. from playing. Anyway, the, the film synopsis is, is when Wa Ron Woodruff learns he is HIV positive, the homophobic Texan finds himself sharing an unexpected bond with gay men also battling the illness, quickly realizing that their only chance of survival lies in making the end run around government regulations and powerful pharmaceutical companies. Ron organizes an illicit trade in the drug cocktail that shows signs of slowing the virus's progress. I am calling it now. Matthew McConaughey is winning Best Actor for this film. I He's just like he's like just doing fucking gangbusters awesome work. A lot, all these actors, these like great actors who were were like in uh, like beefcake mode five years ago, maybe yeah. less, are just suddenly just just you know you get whiplash for all of a sudden they're doing these really good deep serious roles. Uh, like American Hustle, it's Christian Bale. Like yeah. all, the only reason you, you watch that film is you see Christian Bale be not Christian Bale. Pretty uh, much. Captain Phillips, yeah. you got Tom Hanks, pull, you know, pulling a, probably another, you know, again pulling another Oscar-nominated performance out of his ass. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Then we have Gravity. Uh, the movie Her, uh, which is by uh, what's Spike his name? Jones. Spike Jones and uh, Mr. Who um, I like. Who I like. It, I'm if I'm half and half on him. I I like uh, him. Uh, I like him. His films, even though some of them aren't the greatest. They do have this human element to it that I like. Um, like Where the Wild Things Are. It's a children's yeah. book, famous children's book. Not the greatest film, but had this heart, you know, this human side to it that I, that I enjoyed, even though I didn't, like, thoroughly enjoy the film. I did take away a lot of elements like that. I think he's a talented director. I do. Anyway, it's he's about no, a he's no who, Ben Affleck. <laughs> it's about a writer who falls in love with his uh, word processor. Then uh, Nebraska, which oh, his computer. Uh, I know you're making jokes, but no, it's it's, it's that's his word processor. It's a computer. I'm I'm not making jokes. Uh, the, these days, the word processor is a computer. I'm just using a different term, Mister. Mm. Uh, okay. Nebraska, I'm a little fuzzy on. I remember seeing a trailer a while ago, and I never I got think around it's a comedy. to it. It's a dark comedy. I believe Bruce Dern living in nebraska i can only imagine this is what i vaguely remember he Here. wins the lottery uh-huh and he has he goes to go collect on it and it's the, yeah. his journey it's, it's in right doing here. so it says right here an aging booze-addled father makes the trip from montana to nebraska with his estranged son in order to claim a million dollar mega sweepstakes marketing prize but it's, okay. it's shot in black and white which is uh <gasps> yeah as long as there's not a chick with a red balloon, we'll be fine. I want the fucking. Uh, red I guarantee. Balloon, really? I guarantee you won't hear half the hype around this film being black and white than you heard around Schindler's List. Or the artist. holy shit! You, you you'd think you'd think he fucking discovered film. Uh, you'd think it was Citizen Kane because he shot the film in black and white. Mm. A Nazi film in black and white. My God, how original! Anyway. I mean, in his defense, not. No. Uh, stop. I'm not, it, again, again, it's not him. I'm criticizing. It's the the vast acclaim and shock and awe and amazement from from critics and people about the film being in black and white that was bullshit. I mean, if, if he had just made the film in black and white and had the little red thing 
which was stupid. It's like fucking Sin City with, with uh, the Holocaust. Uh, and the um, <laughs> the critics had just said, oh, it was black and choice. That was a brave. That was black and white. It was a brave choice. That would have right. been it. Every other fucking thing is, oh, it's just, you know, the vision to do a film in black and white. Shut up. I, I think it, it was it was really praised more so, um, in my opinion, more so because the subject matter, because it was actually good, and the fact that it was in black and white, I th- I think the praise, I agree with you, was a little overboard. A lot overboard. But because it was such a good film, because it hit uh, a tough subject matter. Tough uh, subject you know, matter. Like, Sure, the Holocaust. Yeah, that's an easy subject to uh, easy, to, to show in film. Yes, that's an, yeah because they've been doing it like they do it. Yeah, it's not the first time the Holocaust has been on film. It's an easy thing to do on film. You have it's it's so it's, it's a historical event that's so well defined with the good guys and the bad guys. It's really hard not to make uh, a good. Uh, okay, you Holocaust misinterpreted film. what I meant. What I meant is okay. vi- visually how the subject matter like people getting shot in the face and then left to die in the street and uh you know bodies being piled up and burned and things i'm talking about that like visually tough to watch things like that so no to watch or to to film to watch two separate things here i'm saying hollywood does violence like that you know if you want to separate you want to separate holocaust aside from from, aside from the history channel okay which to, let's be honest, it's only been the Hitler channel for the last 20 years or so, which is pretty much around the same time as Schindler's List came out. But uh-huh. aside from that, you didn't really see the type of visuals you did in Schindler's List on the big screen. I, I disagree totally, and you want you want to watch some more Holocaust films for that. Honestly, I, I, I totally disagree with you on that. Now, really? again... Not saying that Spielberg's film is shit, even though I don't like it. But all I'm saying is that it's not like he did anything brave by showing the horrors of the Holocaust. I mean, if, if Robin Williams can do a Holocaust film, let's be real. Okay? It's not what, that hard what, of a thing what, what to do. What film are you talking Jacob about? Jacob the Liar. Jacob the Liar. <laughs> That's a Holocaust You know what? I was trying to... Uh, that, was, uh, <laughs> that took place in Russia, right? I think that was in Russia, though. It's still a Holocaust film. Yeah, it is. But All right. They, All right. Holocaust films aren't new. They've been doing them Came since Came out after Holocaust. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes, Except obviously. back then they would, they would just film the Holocaust and show that. So, yeah, those were easier to film. The budget was lower because they, they would just take cameras out and film people being, uh, you know, buried in mass graves and stuff. Since then right. they, they recreate it. But it, it's not a new thing, and it's, I don't think it's that big of a it's deal to new, do it. It's not new, but I think what we're forgetting is how much of that was actually shown on television uh, and or cable. And I don't think, from I what think, I can remember growing up in the 80s, I don't think it was shown all that often uh, until, uh, in, I don't want to say until Schindler's List did it, but I really do believe that it, was, it, no. it, it wasn't shown as much as you think it was no, Spiel, before Spielberg did, List. Spielberg didn't make the Holocaust popular. Fuck oh that. my God! Nobody made and, the Holocaust and, popular. Come on. <laughs> what you're saying? Like I'm not saying that. Like, well, dude, I, the, you I know they, the they show Holocaust shit on on the History Channel in the middle of the day like it's nothing. I think what I think I think what we're forgetting is that all I was saying was that Nebraska will not get nearly as much attention for the black <laughs> and white as Schindler's List did. 
because Schindler's List was overrated. How do we do this? We're talking about I, a black comedy, <laughs> and we move into Schindler's List. I'm not even convinced. Are you sure it's a black comedy? I thought I thought it was supposed to be a black comedy. Doesn't sound funny. I don't think it's supposed to be a black comedy. I think it's supposed to be a film. Uh, well, it says beautiful and hilarious, but you know what? Just because there's humor in it doesn't mean it can make it a black comedy. There's a, the, and that's not you. It depends on like, how much how much humor. I, I just remember well, what I read. I'm not. No, it, it depends, I haven't seen yeah, it what, yet. A lot of these, a lot of these critics, a lot of these people, if they see a film that's not like a slapstick film and, ha- and they laugh during it, oh, it's a black right. comedy. No, I, a black hear... comedy means dark humor that's like that taken from an uncomfortable subject. Just because, just because, like you have a, a situation that's not like a, a fucking Marx Brothers film, and there's comedy that doesn't make a dark comedy. Not you, right. the the sources that you probably read that or heard that from. I I I did read that Bruce Dern is very funny. Yeah, but again, film. that doesn't make it a black comedy. I don't know if he's the bird. Black and funny. white comedy. <laughs> but I and hear he's funny. It, yeah, we'll call it a black and white comedy. Uh, and next is Philomena, and that's Ugh. the one we were just talking about with Steve Coogan and uh, and uh, what's her name? And Steve Coogan produced this film. Yeah, no. Yeah. So he he walks away with an Oscar if it wins Best Picture. Sure. Ironically enough. And, and he it, it's about uh, a woman that uh, that approaches a jaded journalist and asks him to tr- help her track down her, down her son and it turns out to be bigger than it was supposed to be and it's about finding your identity and and meaning the life that kind of stuff it's a warm heart touching film i can uh, so then, give a shit about judy dench finding herself see that's just mean it's not mean it's the truth now 12 next is 12 years a slave we all know what that's about which i from what i understand is not only one of the best films of the year they're saying it's one of the best films. And I hate it when they say it's one of the best films ever made. That is a hard, hard line to live up to. It's an impossible right? line to live up to. It, it's it impossible. Is. It is. It really is. And something like that takes years to mature and to. to it, it just. You can look back now at films and say, yeah, that's one of the best films ever made. But not something that just came out. You'd have to it's look hyperbole. at this film. Ten years, of course it is. Ten years yeah. from now, is this still one of the best films ever made? Although I have heard that it is one of the best films this year, if not the best film. And if anyone out there does have a case of the white guilt, you feel terrible after watching this movie. Absolutely terrible. You feel like a piece of shit if you're a so shade, not, if so, you're shade so, so, lighter so, than gray. So it's not a film for Trayvon, uh, uh, Trayvon Martin... Uh, uh, no, I mean I said the no, wrong no, no, name. No. It's yeah. it's not a, it's not a film for Robert Zimmerman. Fucking Robert George. Zimmerman. George. George Zimmerman. I can't talk today. It's not it's a okay. film for George Zimmerman fans. I've ruined the joke. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last film on the list is The Wolf of Wall Street, which I've watched a five minute clip of it, and as far as I can tell, it's Goodfellas but with Wall Street. It's Scorsese. That's right. It's Goodfellas with Wall Street. Yeah, I, I don't. And again, I haven't seen any of it yet. I do want to see it. I, I, oh, I, I really want to see it. I, I am honestly be, becoming a huge Leonardo DiCaprio fan. I love him. And, and, and I, I say that, like I don't him. say that lightly. I don't have yeah. any favorite actors or actresses. I have favorite films. I have a lot of favorite actors now. I'm really, I'm really getting, uh, I'm, I'm really oh. getting up there with uh, some actors. There's actors where I just, I like them, and now like Christian Bale. Honestly, anything he's in, I'll see. Uh, Matthew yeah. McConaughey oh. is turning turning that way. There was have a time period where uh, all he did was 
All, out of the furnace a, yet? What? Have Excuse you seen me? out out of the furnace yet? No. Christian Bale. No. Heard it. I heard he's better in that than in American Hustle. I, I'm actually. I want to see it. Yeah, that's the one where he uh, his he has tracked on his brother. Um, um, yeah. Woody Harrelson's in it too. Yeah, I yeah. definitely want to see that. Yeah. Um, I mean Matthew McConaughey. There was that stretch where all he did was shitty romantic comedies, and I mean shitty romantic <laughs> comedies. <laughs> yeah, failure and, to launch. All right. Got exactly. It. And, and and then like just all of a sudden he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm Oscar material. Really? Oh, oh I guess. You, wow. Look, look, you are. Look at that. Uh, so that's weird. <laughs> See what happens when you apply yourself. And, and Leonardo DiCaprio, I, again, like early stuff, uh, hate Titanic, hate that stuff. But I, I think there was a certain point where he just where he just realized, you know what? I, I can't be the child actor all my life. And he's been fighting that ever since by taking really hard roles. I think Blood Diamond, which I've never seen. Mm-hmm. But I think taking that role was that was the beginning of him saying, "Okay, I need to be serious about this." And yeah, and I also I also think he has great comic delivery, and that's why I want to see Wolf of Wall Street because it looks like there's a lot of comic uh, delivery oh, in that film. Absolutely. Well, you know who put him on the right path? Ironically enough, Martin Scorsese. He put him on the right path with Gangs in New York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, but who who did it originally? Who who believed in him after Titanic was Danny Boyle when he did the, um, it wasn't the island. Fuck. It was the one where they were, oh. st- they were stranded on the island. Look it up. I never, um, I never saw that one. Yeah. I, I, I liked about. it. I liked it. It, not his strongest role, but everyone was dying to know what he was going to do after Titanic. You know? And, Everyone was just, is he is he going to do anything good? Is it going to be bad? The beach. What's it the beach. The beach. Thank you. Yeah, in 2000. Right. That Danny Boyle believed in him to do that film. And, right, Scor- and be- I believe he did Gangs of New York right after that. That was his very now next film. Now, let's be fair. Danny Boyle was kind of coming on a uh, kind of a slump because he had, he had started off strong with Shallow Grave and Train Spotting. Then A Life Less Ordinary kind of tanked it. Yeah. I liked the film. Even though it was kind of a ripoff of two of a kind, but uh, after that tanked, he did. Uh, that was the one with you and McGregor and Cameron Diaz, yes. right? Yeah. Yeah. The way a robot replaces them. I did like yeah. that though. <laughs> it, but you, it was a ripoff of two of the two of a kind. Oh, of course it was. Absolutely. Uh, but then, he, yeah. But after that, he did Alien Love Triangle, which I've never well, heard. Twenty eight days like. later, put Danny Boyle back on the map. I mean, right. But I'm saying so. I, the The Beach was one of those films between Twenty Eight Days Later. And uh, train spotting, or mm-hmm. it was just floundering. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, so it didn't help Leonardo either in that but case. Scorsese but- put him back on track and was. They put, Scorsese put him in a bunch of his films. And it, it just seemed and- every film that he put him in, it, Best Picture nomination, Best Actor nomination, Best Picture nomination. I mean, it's just. You look at everything that he's been in with Scorsese, and it's been either nominated for Best Picture, Best Actor, or both. Every time, maybe Scorsese should retire. I'm, I'm just saying. Why would he do that? I don't know because he's not really doing anything new. And uh, I would sooner watch a Scorsese film on his worst fucking day than half of the other shit that comes out during the year. Hold on a okay? second. Hold on. Can I hold you on? Can I hold you to that? Sure. All right. 
Martin Scorsese on his worst day? You'd rather yeah. watch him on his worst day? Yeah. Was All that, right, hold you on. A tell second? me, New I'm York, gonna... New York, or something? No, no. Age of Innocence, motherfucker. Sit through that <laughs> goddamn film. I would sooner watch Age of Innocence. Really? Than Philomena. With no, with no full, with no fast forwarding. No fast forwarding. All right, you're on. Scorsese. You you are you are you are allowed not to watch Philomena for the Oscar show if you watch Age of Innocence without with with no breaks, no pausing, no. I sat in a theater through that goddamn film, and I I, I there is fake bravado in your in your uh your brag your bragging. Bravo, are you calling Bravo Sierra on me? Bravado. There's there's a false bravado in your claim, sir, and I. I'm You're not an Opie you and Anthony that. fan. It's fine. <laughs> No. Anyway, um, so I don't have to watch Philomena, but I, I have to watch Age of Innocence. With no pausing, I'll, I'll make Mayor like w- sit there with you and make you watch that. Okay. That's uh, yeah. Honestly, well, I'll do day. you one better. I, I'll watch both. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to Mayor. I'll make sure. She, Even she though I would sooner her. watch Age of Innocence, I, I will sit through Philomena. And Age of Innocence. Dude, after Age of Innocence, you'll be begging to watch Steve Coogan drive Judy Dench around. You'll be begging for it. <laughs> halfway through, you'll, 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 you'll want to see like hardcore pornography with the two of them after halfway through. Please, anything but this. Anything but this. I have to remind myself, how long was that goddamn film? Uh, you know what? I think we had this conversation once. I think oh, yeah, you, only, you said it was like only, like three or four hours. I think it's only two, two hours, 15, something like that. It's like two hours and uh, 20 minutes. Yeah, it's not by any means epic length. It is when you're sitting there in a theater, and after the first hour and a half, every other scene you watch, you're like, oh, this could be the last scene. No. Oh, this could yeah. be the last. No. It's, it's fucking excruciating. <laughs> so anyway, one of the, the reason I kind of say that maybe Scorsese should maybe you know just let some other people do stuff now because you're kind of doing the same thing over and over again. I don't believe Wolf of Wall Street would be on the best picture list. You haven't seen it yet. I know I haven't seen it, and we're gonna be watching them all, and I'll weigh in again. I'm telling you, I don't believe. I'm not. This, I'm, this isn't like my gravity thing. I'm just saying. No, I, I understand. From what I've. From what I've seen of the film, it's just pretty much Goodfellas with Wall Street. I mean, like the the, the voiceover, the tone, the the direction. It seems pretty identical from the parts I've seen. You know what? I do agree uh, with that consensus. A different film, same consensus. American Hustle. Um, who directed that? Ken O. Russell. Sure. I think it was Ken O. Russell. Um. Hollywood has grown to really like him uh, and the films that he's made. I really do believe that that wouldn't be nominated normally because I, I have seen the film and eh, it was okay. Best part of the film? Christian, Christian Bell. Absolutely. Uh, but aside from that, I don't see... I don't see what the the attraction of the film is. There are, let's put it this way: there are better movies out there that have taken the seventies, eighties, most because mostly seventies 
setting and have done mm-hmm. better with it. Well, and again, it's one of those things, whenever someone does like a throwback film to a, uh, the 70s or the 60s or what have you, right. they tend to latch onto that because it's not just the filming, it's the set design, it's the costume design, it's the makeup, right. it's all of that. And so that, that falls into the whole category of a, like a really important film as far as being able to do it all right. When you see a film, uh, and I'm, I'm not saying you personally, I'm just saying when you see a film that is best picture material, it's got a, at least for me, it has a certain feel to it. You, you walk away after watching it with a, a certain feel towards it, you know? Like when I saw Shawshank Redemption, I just had this feeling about the movie that it's just not only is this best picture material, but I'm pretty sure I just watched one of the best films, you know, ever. I, I, I can I just, watch that movie anytime it's on. I if it's on, I'm watching or... it. Go ahead. No, you want to jump in again? I wasn't really done. No, you know. well, you're these long pauses, and then you just jump in. I love that movie. There's like this long pause. Of, oh, good, I'll start here. It's like, I'd watch it anytime. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, fucker, he keeps like setting traps for me. I disregard your romantic notions... Hmm. Uh, the the best picture has to be set more on a logical level as well as how much you enjoy the film. Again, there's technical aspects to be considered, which is one of the reasons I think Gravity doesn't deserve to be best picture because uh, I don't consider a lot of it film per se. And I'm gonna I'm gonna use that to lead into something I want to discuss with you that I think you will agree with, okay. is that there's a part there's an uh, a category in the nominations called uh cinematography <laughs> and i and i believe you have argued the same thing with me uh same thing previously that with a lot of these films there's no real cinematography because it's it's in the computer cgi you make it any you can make anything happen now te- and, yeah, and, now- and 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 i looked up the definition when we had this conversation last this was uh-huh. two or three oscars ago and right. and the purest definition i could find for it was is essentially ruled out animation cgi however you want to call it it ruled it out you know mm-hmm. real locales real settings real camera work to set up a scene to beautify a scene that's cinematography i'm paraphrasing obviously yeah but obviously. but that's basically it and I putting something you. putting something in a computer, making it beautiful, does not cin- cinematography make. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and that's one of my arguments against gravity, because uh, if we're going to do, do this now, where you have computer programmers creating scenes, creating events, there's no. Uh, it, it's expensive and it's hard work. I'm not taking anything away from people that do it. Yeah. But no. it is nothing like trying to actually film live. And make stuff happen. And as we get more and more into the CGI world, back in, let's like go back twenty years, twenty year, go back thirty years, go back twenty years, even possibly even ten. Ten's where it started to get the lines start to blur. But if you go back twenty years, when you had special effects in a film, mm-hmm. if they if they pulled it off where it looked almost real, it was astounding. 
Sure. Oh, sure. Just Absolutely. look at yeah. Superman. Superman was like the pinnacle of film achievement at the time, making a man fly. When you yeah. watch that now, you're like, I could do the same. Th- I could do better than that at home right now, <laughs> with a with a green screen behind me on my Mac. Agreed. The technology. What? I said agreed. So so, the technology has gotten to the point where elaborate special effects are entertaining, but in my in my opinion, easy and boring. And you see more and more big budget films using spectacular special effects just to uh, just to, just to, you know wow audiences. Mm-hmm. But there's there's a there's a there's an aspect of art that's removed from it. I want to bring up an example. I don't know if you've seen The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. I haven't yet. Okay, here here's the film, and I'm going to compare it in some ways to Forrest Gump, but I like Secret Life of Walter Mitty, so don't take it too close to heart. Have Have you seen the movie? Yes, that's why I'm talking about it. Um, oh, all right, I, I listen. I don't yeah, know. No, if no, you're I, just I, critiquing. I didn't mean- no, I didn't mean that snidely. I was actually say, just answering your question. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> it, came out, it, it came out like a star- sarcastic sniff, but I was actually just answering it. Okay. Um, that, the film starts off with some really elaborate sp- special effects sequences. The, the really impressive part of the film is the locale shooting. the Just the, the different countries he goes to and all the... the he just beautiful landscapes it reminds you of like forest company when, when they did these great scenes and uh when you know the, the, the different locales you went to and it, it just the cinematography the the settings uh it's beautiful very that's beautiful all, there's that's a there's all real series yeah it's, it's, it's but it's, it's, it's cinematography is involved there it's, it's lighting and location and setting and direction like it's it's all there and uh so in that respect, Forrest Gump, uh, films like Forrest Gump or films like this, films like uh, Secret Life of Walter Mitty, at least there are real films that are using the CGI to wow audiences to drag them in. That's what, you know, they have, we have to drive the budget up to $200 million. But yeah. at least there's some kind of art involved. With films like uh, Avatar, um, Gravity, uh, even if you want to get the blockbuster stuff like Iron Man, things like that, Iron Man Three, which is which is in for uh, visual best effects, visual effects. Yeah, yeah. Ne- which uh, with gravity, me. with gravity. But well, here's the point: best visual effects category. If you had visual effects category twenty years ago, it would be like okay, you know this. Oh, this the special effects were good here, but this one they didn't do this right. And this and that. like there was a craft to it because everybody's doing different stuff. They're all using the same fucking computer programs now. Right. If you can, look, I, can I add something real quick? Just very quickly. Go you know, okay. All right, go ahead. If your film is up for best visual effects, shouldn't your film not be up for best cinematography? Thank you. It, that's what I'm saying. Okay. That's Well, that's one of the reasons I'm saying. Well, at least as far as... Well, in the old days, you'd be wrong. Now you're right. Because this the cinematography is visual effects. Mm-hmm. When you look at the films, gravity... Uh, gravity, you know, it's there's no yeah, location shooting, so it's all a special effect. The Hobbit, w- whatever. Okay, Iron Man three again. The only big draw is special effects. The Lone Ranger, well, that's a bit of both too. Star Trek in the Darkness, mostly special effects. Um, you, you you hit a certain point where if if the, if the CGI is the draw, 
the CGI is standard now. You watch any film with CGI, and it's like, oh wow, it looks like it looks real. That's yeah, right, because we we've right. mastered that now. We can make anything look real. We can have Sandra Bullock barking in space. It looks real. Great, well, I buy that. It's it, it's and that's surprisingly, why. Uh, of of all the films nominated nominated for best visual effects, I bet the Lone Ranger has the most real stunts and most real locales. Right, and and that's and I thought it was a great film. I haven't and watched I, it yet, but I, I will. Because I guarantee of your, you, uh, of your and review. I guarantee you, if Gravity had come out and did not have uh, a good showing at the box office, and the Lone Ranger had been been popular with audiences. Lone Ranger would be in there instead of Gravity. For picture? When they, when, for best picture, yes. Now, I, again, what, what I'm saying is... I don't know, man. What I'm saying is certain films that are entering into best picture are not there because they're good movies. They're there because they're popular movies that were well done. Mm-hmm. And they're blurring the lines be- between making money and making good movies. Which there's always been a blur. I mean, Titanic was a fucking example there. Uh, but that's oh, why I yeah. got to the point. I mean, so, out of the nine, tell me, if there's only five, what five get nominated? And we haven't watched them all yet, disclaimer, so we're just talking out our asses. Right. Um, in my opinion, not going by my director, best director theory, Yeah, yeah. I go, I go Wolf of Wall Street, I go Gravity. Eh. eh. I go Dallas Buyers Club. Right. Twelve Years a Slave. Yes. And American Hustle. That's what I. Nope. Those are the films no that I Captain go. No Captain Phillips. No Captain Phillips. No. Really. No Captain Phillips. Hmm. And don't get me wrong. I may watch Captain Phillips and think it's the best film of the year. But my gut goes with those films as the five. No matter what. I, mean, See, I would have gone the Wolf of Wall Street a, a, and I'll tell you why very briefly. I won't. I won't drag it on. I'm uh, sure Wolf of Wall Street, <laughs> eat me. Uh, Wolf of Wall Street, Martin Scorsese, okay, and Wall Street. The the subject matter and the director alone warrant uh, a Best Picture nomination. Eh. You can go eh all fucking day. I'm t- just, just telling. I know you go did. Ahead. You got to do it four more times. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Twelve Years a Slave, purely on subject matter. Just pure. I mean, it's just it's a no fucking brainer. No, I give um, it to that. I'm surprised there's not Dal- a Holocaust film this year. <laughs> Dallas Buyers Club, subject matter again. And you, you bring and anything like, well, Hold on. Perf- McConaughey. You're right. I hear is just phenomenal in the movie. Same thing with Twelve Years a Slave. It's not just well, yeah. The mo- it's, yeah. it's the performance of the lead actor. Uh, Gravity. Hollywood loves Alfonso Cuaron. They just do. They just yeah. do. Uh, and they don't love that much. An American Hustle. They love Ken O'Russell. He the last uh, last year Silver Linings Playbook. Uh, before that, um, what did he do before that? That I, I can't remember. But I know Hollywood just loves him now. Uh, he is American- he is their he's their golden boy. American Hustle is Argo. Oh, the fighter! All he that did the fight. He did the fighter. You started Argo. I'm sorry. In my defense, <laughs> I was still I was still talking when you talked. No, again, me. there was there was like a fucking two three second pause there. It's like it's an opening. 
and then I drove through, and then you hit me in the side. You can't you can't I, read my pauses. Uh, it was like all the time. Well, That's okay. Well, since I can't since I can't see you, I have to. <laughs> and and it's it's not like I start. It's not like the other time where like I got the first half of a word out when you started in again. I'm like halfway through my sentence, like oh no 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 I don't do it. God damn it. No, American Hustle is Argo, but without all that war bullshit. So it's going to be more popular with audiences. Uh, no, I would have gone American Hustle, Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club, uh, Twelve Years a Slave, and Wilhelmina. I mean Philomena. Yeah. Because you got to have the one chick flick in there at least, and that's a chick flick. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> now, how how many of those nine Best Picture nominations have you seen so far? Um, I've seen American Hustle mm-hmm. and Gravity. Okay, those are the, I've, seen, I've, I've seen those two. I've seen Gravity. Got eight to go. Yes. Although, and, and, uh, even though I've seen those two... I'm looking forward to watching all eight. That's, that's, I, the, I, that's the rarity. Aside from Philomena, I am too. I mean, when was the last time that happened? I mean, again... It, it's, it's been years. Uh, in the blind side year, it was like two out of them I wanted to see. The other eight were just, or uh, no, was that still, that was still a five year, right? We, still no, five. no. Uh, blind side. Was that a five that was, year? No, here, let me. Yeah, you find that out. Me, do, do the yeah. research. I'll, I'll just keep let talking me, on my get, ass. I'll, I'll get the. <laughs> now, out of all the other categories, the only other things I've actually seen besides Gravity is Despicable Me 2, which is up for animated feature film. And something else. Oh, original song. I've seen the Lone Ranger, which thankfully is up for something. It's up for visual effects and makeup and hairstyling. Right. Uh, Iron Man three, which is visual effects. Star Trek in the Darkness, which is visual effects. And I have seen no, that was it. That's all I've seen out of all the films here. That's it. Yeah. Now the one I'm really not looking forward to watching is if we get into like the actress supporting roles is uh august osage comp osage county what is that how yeah osage osage county all i know all i've heard is that it's like it's like uh chick flick on crack (laughs) it's like like the pure as if you if you took all the other chick flicks and like and processed them and, and made one glass of chick flick juice this would be it so chick flick juice yeah, so I'm not looking forward to uh, wading into that. All right, here you go. Uh, the Blind Side, that was the very first year they went to 10 nominations. Okay, yeah, so that was a painful year. So, so that was- year, films up for Best Picture uh-huh. were Avatar. Right. The Blind Side. Oh. And Education. Oh, painful. Precious, based on a novel pushed by Sapphire. Uh, it wasn't bad, but definitely didn't want to see it. Uh, up in the air. Uh, really, for 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 a single middle-aged man uh, uh, who had just recently lost their job, not a good movie to watch. Yeah. Uh, a serious man, the Coen Brothers film. All right, that was good. again that never. I, oh, no, that would have been nominated. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. Uh, up, that probably wouldn't have been. It's a kids' film. But it's yeah. Disney. It's Disney. Pro- normally not nominated. I liked it. Okay. My my kids right. love it. 
Yeah. Um, no, I, I was great. I like it was it's on my list of uh, good animated features, definitely. And then these are, in my opinion, that's why I saved them for last. The three films that I was genuinely interested in that year, and really the only films I was genuinely interested in. I didn't know I liked a series man until after I watched it. I wasn't. Again, it's like uh, Lewin Davis. Wasn't if the Coen Brothers didn't do that film, I probably would have never even watched it. Um, and that's District Nine, The right. Hurt Locker, and Inglorious uh-huh. Bastards. That's it. Um, Those three. Everything else was all right. I'm watching it for the show. I I like the fact you brought up uh, a simple man because I want to compare it to Gravity. Serious man. That's a man. What I say? You said a simple man. It's a serious man. It is. I thought it was a simple man. What am I thinking of? There's another film I believe called a serious or a simple man, and that's with Colin Firth, and Mary Ellen thought that's the movie we were watching that night. (laughs) 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 And when we started watching a serious man, and she's like, "When's Colin Firth gonna come?" (laughs) Well, when's he gonna be in the film? I was like, "This isn't a Colin Firth film." What are you talking? Wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hence my confusion yes uh no i want i want to compare a serious man to gra- gravity uh because i when i last the last episode right where i d- t- discussed my uh my disliking of the religious theme of gravity and how it was done mm-hmm. uh you you pretty much um you assumed that i was doing it just because i was rejecting a religious theme and a serious man is a, an example of a great religious theme Ironically, the religious theme of the film is is hidden under the religion theme of the film. Because <laughs> the, 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 the surface re- religious stuff in the film right. hides the subcontext, which is like a retelling of the story of Job. Right, okay. And so, and so the religious message of the film is under the, re- the religion happening in the film, and it's not a subtext, it's not mentioned is not described you have to read into it and it was very well done and i really really like that film because it was a good movie gravity's not it's (laughs) ham-fisted we have to talk because we have to assume they're hearing us oh okay prayer i got you shut the you know all right just go and cut die george Clooney, die (laughs) and that's why I dislike the film. It's ham-fisted, simplistic writing for... And, but again, this is what happens with the blockbuster model, is that they're aiming for the widest possible audience. So we have to put a message in there. Oh, let's make it a message about religion. And and then the director slips in fucking uh, uh, evolution at the end, which makes no sense when you're talking about religion and praying. So that's why I don't like the movie. That's why I think it's poorly... A poor, a bad, not a good film, not a bad, but not a good film. Okay. It's definitely not like, not as, definitely not as bad as Avatar, but considering the other stuff. Now, now, thankfully, Gravity is not listed under the best screenplays, which is my category that I like to follow. Oh, let's let's do that one next. Because I'd be having a conniption fit right now if fucking Gravity. That's like, uh, that's like, um, uh, the the best the best screenplay film that that angers me to this day. Coppola. Oh, um, the one with Bill Murray. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in transition. 
in yeah, translation. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's Life, no screenplay no, to that film, so translation. I don't want to. Life in translation. Life no, in, in translation. translation. You're right. You're you're right. Think... In translation. In translation. Life in translation. No, no, no. In, in translation. I'm gonna look at that. Up. That's a movie with no fucking screenplay. So I don't know why it got a best screenplay. Uh, Life this in year... transition. Life in transition. What? I don't know. No, in translation. Is, I, why do I want to say that's wrong? Well, I know. I, I know. I I said it, and I should just be taking the credit. But here, I'm just gonna look up Bill Murray. Go ahead, keep talking. Oh, Lost in Translation. That's it. Jesus Christ. Wasn't wasn't Life in Translation? Yes. So anyway, uh, best they, and they hide it in this list too. I can never find it. It's always the bottom right hand corner because no one cares. So best original screenplay. <laughs> we got American Hustle. Blue Jasmine, eh. which is a Woody Allen. Woody film, Allen. Correct? Yeah. Yes. What, what what's that one about? The last one I, I remember was the. I don't know. All I know is it's got Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, in it. that's the one that that kid saw before he killed his uh, teacher. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> in our other podcast, Strangers in a Strange Land, there was this kid that killed a teacher, killed his uh, teacher, and then went to see a movie. And we desperately tried to find out what movie he went to see, and and based on the theater and the location and everything, he had to have gone to see Blue Jasmine. <laughs> Oh, that's right. Remember? Yeah. And and well, ironically enough, um, the the first thing that we both asked is, what movie did he go see? And then we spent God knows how long in that podcast trying to figure it out, and we narrowed it down because we <clears throat> we 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 pick picked apart like the the time he went to go see it. And we figured out the theater he went to go see it because it was like, this is the only theater that he could have possibly have gone to. And then we found an article that that said we were right, and it was Blue Jasmine. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So we we get to see the film that killed a a teacher. Yeah. Um, So that, and then there's Dallas Buyers Club, Her, and Nebraska, those original screenplays. So out of the original screenplays, four out of the five are Best Picture nominations. Then adapted screenplay, we have Before Midnight, which right. I have, and I've never watched it. It's a sequel to another film. Uh, it's an adult film. It's just about, like, uh, it's just talking about relationships and stuff, I believe. Okay. Uh, then there's Captain Phillips, Philomena, mm-hmm. 12 Years a Slave, and The Wolf of Wall Street. And thank you, thanks to the the, uh, the Academy's decision to make the best pictures more than five, adapted screenplays also has four out of the five of them being Best Picture nominations. Right, yeah. Which is ridiculous. And Wolf of Wall Street is written by Terrence Winter, who is the head honcho for the HBO show um, Boardwalk Empire, which is excellent. Very well written. Very well directed. Very well acted. It's not everyone's cup of tea as far as uh, content. Uh, I'll, I'll give you that. Uh, me being a fan of the show, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoy that show. Um, it just, uh, Terrence Winter, I, I'm just interested in what he's going to do next. Because to be honest, as much as I like Boardwalk Empire, after, you know, second season, even in this season don't really i'm not that i don't like the show anymore i just don't care about what's going on whereas it's based on monopoly right uh prohibition oh okay same thing 
<laughs> but um, you know, uh, board, uh, and I always go back to Breaking Bad. You looked forward to every season of that, and then when it was done, you kind of had this empty feeling. It's like, when's the next one going to start? I can't wait. Um, and then when it was finally over, Breaking Bad, just you had this void to fill. I have no good shows to watch anymore. Sherlock, I keep telling you, watch Sherlock. I know, I know. Start season one, and it's, and it's only three se- episodes a season, so you'll. Burn but that's that's it no depressing time. in itself. It's just it's so short. They're, but they're two hour episodes. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> they're not two hours, aren't they? They're like an hour and a half. Well, you know what I mean. After without commercials, it's it's uh yeah, it's hour and a half. You're I'm correct. not going to be watching it with commercials. So essentially, that's yeah, yeah, six yeah. forty-five minute episodes. Woo. Nine. Not, the new ones are out now in England. It's not enough. If it's that good, it's not enough. Like any other country except America, smaller portions but higher quality. Yeah. I do you like the, quantity, the, tw- the 12, quantity, 13 episode format. Yeah. I do like the 12, 13 episode format. I do like that. I think mm-hmm. that is a good amount of episodes where you can do quality over quantity. When you start getting into the 22, 24 episode uh, seasons, you, you got a lot of dead episodes when, when you run the show. That's mm-hmm. why Lost, as great a show as it was, they're pumping out 24 episodes a year. It's a lot of fucking episodes. Just think of how much better... And don't get me wrong. Lost is my number two all-time ever, ever TV shows. Think of how much better it would have been if it was condensed into 12, maybe 16 episodes. They would have been maybe able with- to cut a lot of the, the a, a lot of the fat, I think. But... but- but with a show like that, the uh, the script is the the journey evolves the storyline. And if they had planned a sto- shorter a shorter storyline arc, they wouldn't have right. done half the things they did. That's true too. Again, just like just like Breaking Bad, where Jesse Pinkman was supposed to die in the first season. When you don't take that journey and plan be- and 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 without having planned beyond it to a certain extent, you don't have the flexibility to make changes and evolve the story. Right. Um. Uh, steering you back to the Oscars, is there any other film nominated here that you want to discuss besides the shorts and and uh, documentaries? I'm actually um, going to make it make an effort to watch the documentaries this year. I try. <laughs> sometimes it's hard to, to to get them. Well, you know what? It looks like I don't think get them. You know them, what I mean? I don't think any of them are Holocaust documentaries, so I'm interested. <laughs> Let's see documentaries. I don't mean that in a negative way, but I just have no desire. Yeah, I mean, but any other I mean, documentary I, feature? Okay. I think it's funny that uh, that um, Johnny Knoxville has a has a film with an Oscar nomination. Is it Bad Grandpa? Yeah, up for makeup and hairstyling. <laughs> I, I, you know I what? He that. does look really fucking good. Yeah, he does. Re- he does look really good as an old guy. I, I haven't seen all the Jackass films, but I think I saw two or three. And in uh, the grand, the old man sequences were some of my, one of my favorite, some of my favorite parts. Yeah. You know, for them, for me, the shows are hit and miss. I like some of the humor, not the others. And those were some of my favorite scenes. So I like the idea that they did a whole movie just around that. I haven't seen it yet, but I like the idea. Uh, let's see, documentary feature: The Act of Killing, Cutesy and the Boxer, Cootie. 
Oh, cutie. You're right. Dirty cutie. Wars. She the Square. And 20 Feet from Stardom. Now, what are these about? I'm going to look can up I Act make, of Killing. Can I make a prediction for next year's documentary feature? What? That uh, there's a documentary coming out this year called uh, Jodorowsky. Uh, Jodorowsky's Dune. The oh. Very, um, oh, really? They're making yeah. one on that? It's done. Oh. It's coming out. Oh, I gotta see that. You should yes, see the trailer. Yeah. It's fucking... It's stunning. Oh. And they... If anyone doesn't know who uh, Jodorowsky is, he's a very visual... Um, what was the film he made? Uh, El Topo. The, the, the Temple? El Topo. The American Topo. translation is The Temple. I don't know what the American translation is because the film's called El Topo. <laughs> there is an American translation which you will have to... Uh, no, fine. no, I've I've never heard it because whenever it was released here, it was released as El Topo, as far as I know. Really? All right, let's. I'll find out. Some films. The holy, the IMDb. holy. No, you're thinking of something else. El Topo no, is the film. I'm thinking of the Holy Mountain. Oh well, it, they're both by Jodorowsky. They're yes, they are. Okay, yeah, El Topo, and then there's the, there, there's the the mountain. Right, the Holy Mountain. He's right. just a very visual. Uh, Acid trip type director. Yeah, fucked up, fucked up, definitely. Just and just very fucking bend your mind type shit. Well, anyway, he was going to, and he was very, very into making the film Dune, and he had production designs, he had paintings done, screenplays written. I mean, just you name it, he had it. He presented it, and it almost got made. He, he's the kind of director. Just so you know, this, he's the kind of director that you you're, you're made to watch his films if you go to like film school. Oh, right, exactly. Yeah, it, it's it's that kind of film. This is these are the kind of films that you don't seek out unless you're really into movies. So this is you you would take a class on uh, I don't know what kind of, you know you, you would take a film class about surrealism and film or something along those lines, and Jodorowsky would be one of the topics. So he's not he's not a name as far as the mainstream world goes. No, absolutely not. And this whole documentary is about how he almost made Dune. All the way down to the score. I believe they even had music. Uh, that was... They, they were... That, 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 that's right. The music was going to be done by Pink Floyd. They were, <laughs> how cool they, is that? They were going to do the score just for him. Nothing, nothing uh, already recorded. It was going to be all original music by Pink Floyd. I mean, come on. You get this, this psychedelic acid trip director with probably, at the time, the most famous band in the world for the same thing? Come on. Who doesn't want to see that? And then David Lynch made Doom, like, ten years later. That motherfucker. Which I still, I, I like David Lynch's Doom. You know, but Jodorowsky's doing, man. Now, I, while while you've been talking about uh, a documentary that's not nominated for Best Oscar, yeah. have have you been <laughs> looking up any of the ones that are up for Best Oscar? No. Okay, I, I've got all of them except uh, 20 Feet from Stardom. So if you want to look that up, I'll go through these for our listening sure, audience. go for it. Uh, we have The Act of Killing, which is a, a documentary about... Uh, a former Indonesian death squad leaders that reenact the real life mass killings. Okay. Uh, 
So I, yeah, I don't. It's just uh, a movie about Indonesian mass killings. That sounds interesting. Cutie and the Boxer is about. Uh, is there a dog in that? No, no. It's it's a pair of a Japanese. It's a, a couple, a Japanese couple, a boxer and a uh, a boxing painter, and his wife, and they moved to New York and became famous artists. A boxing painter? Does he, he, yeah, like, he put on boxing gloves and punch paint onto canvas? Something like that. Yeah, pretty much by the looks of it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that sounds cool. Uh, then Dirty Wars, uh, which is uh, investigative journalist Jeremy Scahill, is pulled into an unexpected journey as he chases down the hidden truth behind America's expanding covert wars. So uh, that's uh, more uh, war stuff, which is uh, needed, but still kind of, you know, weary. And then The Square, which is... This is weird, because these are documentary features, but they, they like under it's like a plot. It's not a plot. It's like the the subject. A group of Egyptian revolutionaries battle leaders and regimes risking their lives to build a new society of conscience. So it's about the whole Egyptian uh, overthrow of the government over the past year or two. Okay. So we got we got we've got two films about uh, three films about war and death in some way or another, and then one about a guy who who boxes with paint. Uh, and then so. uh, twenty feet from stardom. Uh, backup singers live in a world that lies just beyond the spotlight. Their voices bring harmony to the biggest bands and the popular music, but we've had no idea who these singers are or what lives they lead until now. So it's basically a documentary about backup singers and how they make the real artists look great. Yeah, I can Without them, you know, they're saying the real artists wouldn't look as good. So now they're giving them a little stardom. I, th I think I'd rather watch Cutie in the Boxer. Think, yeah. Yeah, Some guy punching paint on the canvas. I'd watch that. Yeah, or as opposed to a bunch of people say, "Yeah, I, I sang for the star, but I wasn't the star." Yeah, that's everybody. Shut up. <laughs> I, it's, that's that's uh, rude yeah. and callous of me, but I just I have no desire to watch a film about that. That's maybe because okay. I don't give a shit about the music world as a whole. You know, if I cared about the music world, maybe I would. Uh... Yeah. But but I I would like to try to. I think you and I should have a personal personal goal of watching all these documents because i know we never watch the documentaries we never do um yeah unless they're they're we unless they're we playing. happen to accidentally watch them <laughs> yeah uh let's see what else what else do we talk about well we never you're, it's it's never possible it's like always impossible to get like the animated short or documentary short subject sometimes they're released all in like one little nice tight package the shorts yeah sometimes but Sometimes, it's, it's, yeah. Now, very quickly, animated feature film. It used to be eh. three categories. Now it's five. Okay. It was um, limited to three. It used to be three. But was it? I thought it was. I thought it was just three because they never had five. No, there was always more than five. Come on, is the height of CGI no. animation? Yeah, but doesn't mean no, no. Five good ones. Let's put it this way. One of the years they had three, Despicable Me wasn't even nominated. I, so, I just thought it was always three. It's, I mean, I, well, I it, it, was, it, it, it was always three, now it's five. But I thought it was just because they're, they never had five good ones. That's all I I'm don't, saying. I don't, well, I, I don't know. I never, I never heard of a rule saying that there was only three of certain categories. I thought it was always just five of each. 
unless they didn't have enough. Right. Uh, best animated feature, you have The Crudes, which, to be, in my opinion, that throws, oh, we can't find five good ones. That movie sucks. Kids will, kids love it, but as far as like the best animated film, that's like the gravity of animated films. <laughs> Thank you for validating my point about gravity. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> so that just throws that out the window. Just, yeah, they didn't have five good ones. Doesn't matter. They just put th- five fucking animated pieces of shit. Uh, Despicable Me 2, which won't win. A, because it's a sequel. B, the first one didn't win. Why would they give it to the sequel? They nominated it because it was funny. Uh, and the prettiest looking uh, animated film. Ernest and Celestine, which kind of looks like... I it's don't it's know. a friendship between a bear and a mouse. It looks French to me. It, the yes, animation the just title. looks French to me. You're right, because the original title is Ernest et Celestine. Uh, great. There's an et uh, the Wind Rises, which is a Hayao Miyazaki film, which mm-hmm. I like him. I mean, Spirited Away, enough said. Um, yeah. Frozen, which is Disney, your guaranteed winner right there. Uh, it's, 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 a, it's a fucking musical, all right? Mare took Danny to go see it. It was the first film he ever saw in a movie theater, ever. I wasn't a part of it, which kind of bugged me a little bit because I'm the movie guy. But anyway, I get to take him to see the Lego movie, so it doesn't make up for it, but it's still better than Frozen. Um, well, anyway, 15 minutes in, they're, they're already pumping, they already pumped out three or four songs. It's a fucking I hate, musical, and I hate Disney. Musicals. It, I can't watch this movie. I can't watch it. It, I, it, I just that's I can't. Like, that's like when I tried to watch Happy Feet. Ugh. I was Holly, so happy because the film was pissing off Republicans. They were all out in an outrage that they would make a film that's not only anti-global warming, but supposedly because the, the penguin danced, that many was gay. I said, what the fuck are you talking about? Uh, <laughs> and I, so I wanted to watch it, but holy god was it excruciatingly annoying yeah uh, just on uh and frozen it's i'm convinced that disney does this shit on purpose so it's easier for them to turn it into a broadway show oh well yeah it's you know what groundwork's already there just yeah. get me some live actors set design and you already got the songs go ahead why? Why do you think? Why do you think Disney bought uh, the Star Wars? To turn them into musicals. You you, you think there's not going to be a Star Wars musical now god, that Disney I, owns them? I God, I hope not. The, you, I'm still not going to see it. I, I'm not. <laughs> well, I won't either for different reasons. Hell, uh, I won't even see the Spider-Man fucking Broadway musical show that they have. I like Spider-Man. I always have, ever since I was a little I, kid. It was my go-to comic. I don't like musicals, so... I, I You know, the odds are very thin. I'll watch anything like that. <laughs> but, uh, no, way too many songs in Frozen. You're guaranteed winner. I bet it's up Thank- for, like... I, I wouldn't be surprised if two or three of the best songs is fucking from, from fucking Frozen. Let me look that up. Uh, original score, no, no, no. Uh, song. Original song, yes. Let it go from Frozen. Anything else from Frozen? 
No, uh, the rest are from Despicable Me 2, uh, Alone Not Alone Yet Not Home, uh, Her, oh, yeah, and Mandela: it. A Long Walk to Freedom. <laughs> I'm assuming uh, it wasn't like a musical. <laughs> you know what I'm glad. I got my walk in shoes. We're gonna. <laughs> you know what I'm glad isn't nominated because everyone, because I'm the movie guy, the movie buff, whatever. Uh, I have a podcast, so people just always tell me about it. Uh, and especially my wife and anyone that likes Oprah has Get been telling it. me. What? I'm getting to it. I'm building up. No, to you're it. not. You're <laughs> I'm sorry. See, see what you're doing? No, I'm sorry. I apologize. That was the Butler. Bad. I'm so oh, happy yeah. The That's Butler is not surprise. nominated for anything. I'm the surprised second, that, that was, The second yeah. it came out. Yeah. Oh, that's best picture. Oh, Forrest Whitaker, best actor. Oh my God, it's gonna sweep the Oscars. Really? Came out in August. Not sweeping the Oscars. You don't know shit about <laughs> what gets nominated, and why, and how. The method. You want your film nominated? You release that shit in December. It's not November at the earliest. It didn't get anything. Nothing. Johnny Knoxville got one more Oscar nomination than the Butler. <laughs> That's right, and I'm so happy. The fucking Butler. Oh, you, th you think Johnny, Johnny Knoxville should actually call call Forrest Whitaker? <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, what, you, you know what's, you know why, and here's, you know why, the Butler didn't get anything. No. Twelve years a slave. You Trump slavery, bitch. You're the fucking yeah, but butler they, in the White House. Ain't right, happening. Right, now, let's be fair, though. They are allowed to have more than one black film. Well, yeah. But it wasn't even on the radar because of 12 Years a Slave. I But they're allowed to have more than one black film. Yes, they are. But you got AIDS, slavery, pirates storming ships. The 70s? <laughs> Space? <laughs> you're not getting... You're not 12 years a slave. That's it. There's a 10th slot open. They could have squeezed Butler in. There's enough white guilt. 12 years a slave. There's not enough white guilt. If there was enough white there, guilt... A, George no, 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 I'm talking, I'm, talking about, <laughs> I'm talking about as far as films go. 12 oh, okay. years a slave, it's the only white guilt film you need. It's not even white guilt. Uh, it's, it, I'm I don't just know using that to it. be funny. That, that's, that's, I'm not being totally serious with that. I, I know, but I, still, I mean, like, it, it's like it's different. It's I don't know. I would think the, the butler would be more white guilt because it was because the butler's not a slave. He's just a butler. So it's it's like uh, even after I don't even the know, fact. I don't, yeah, you're still uh, aside from him being the butler in the White House, I have no fucking idea what that movie's about. No, well, it's the butler in the White House. Isn't that that sitcom they tried to make? Uh, like it was the American version of Black Adder. Was he working for free? I, I don't know. I, I just don't know what's going on with that movie. <laughs> he didn't get a raise. Is he not making men? I don't know. Like, Always makes me wonder how do, how does one become a butler? Uh, like like as a career move. It's just like a really. It's an incredibly hard job. There's like tons I, I, of training I, involved. I mean, sure. How how but how do you? Uh, I mean, how does one be butle? How does one become a butler? Butle. 
I mean, I mean, look at what's his face from uh, Trading Places. He's doing fucking uh, what? What was he making? Uh, Bananas that, Foster. That's the. He's film, got the fucking the, pan. Put the liquor in the there. Film. Lights it on fire. And they're like, ah, we don't want it. He's like, oh god, damn it. That's the <laughs> film that made me think about this. I was watching Trading Places. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, wow, that's really. How does one become a butler? I mean, it's just like, you know, do you actually like go to college for that, or do you actually say, what, at what point in your career do you say, I want to spend the rest of my life waiting on other people? Uh, I, I mean, but not just as you know, not as like a, I mean, a butler is a career. Yeah, it really is. So I mean, it's not just saying, oh, I'm gonna get a job as a waitress or this. I was like, I'm gonna spend the rest of my life catering to rich assholes. How does that become a job? Uh, it's, I it's just. I want to know. There's a documentary. I was going to say, maybe they they have one, or maybe they should make a documentary about that. To Buttle. To Buttle. I stole that from a movie. Guess which one? Weird Science. Oh, dude, come on. Clue. Oh, yeah. What what do you do? I'm the butler. I buttle. (laughs) I thought you were just doing a take on that, like as in Weird Science. It's like, Dad, uh, you're a plumber, so I I guess you, you plumb. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, it was a good guess. It was a it was a good guess. That, that that's definitely. Uh... I was going a different direction. No, no, but it was a good direction. I, I give you credit I, for that. Well, you get partial well, credit you, for you. for a creative uh, decision there. Oh wow! I but so I, I I think that wraps up what's happening with the Oscars this year. I, th- uh, I think so. Joey's dead wrong on Gravity, and uh, we haven't watched any of these what films. Am, what am I dead wrong about? Just the fact that you you thought it would never be nominated, and I said it no, absolutely would. No, you're wrong about it being worthy of being nominated for best picture. That's all. I never said that. I never said that. I agreed with you that it's not best picture material. But you, I I disagree I, I, that I, I disagreed I, with you that I disagree with fine. you that it was it was it was going to be nominated. I don't think it deserved to be. I disagree with you that. It, it was. You disagree with me that if it was only five best nominations, it wouldn't have been on the list. No, I still think it would be nominated. Right. That's no matter so you what. You disagree with me. If there was only five nominations for Best Picture, you disagree with me. That it wouldn't yes. be on the list. Right. You're wrong. Okay. And we have to watch all <laughs> these films. And, and so when is the podcast that are just planned now? We'll start gearing up for it. March and, 2nd uh, is when the Oscars are. We do a live telecast of it every year. We had a little right. hi- some hiccups last year, but um, and I'm sure we'll hit the same ones, but I always have backup feeds, three or four of them, um, and it's what saved our show last year. So March 2nd, uh, what, 8.30 or 8 o'clock? I forget what it is. It's either 8 or 8.30 Eastern time. We, we, we have time to plan that, and uh, I'm actually going to put in uh, for time off for work because I'll be... I'll be uh, working over the weekend the following week, so I can. I I might take the, the 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 day off the next day, so we can record late. Cool, very cool. We'll talk about that behind the scenes. That's All right, so let's go ahead and uh, we'll end the show here. And All right, we'll be filling uh, out. One, and also, we'll be filling out one of these. A ballot. Yes, because Joey and I will compete again, and I will lose. <laughs> well, there won't be any uh, vanilla. Vodka shots involved. Oh, Chocolate God, no. whipped vodka God, don't, please shots. Please don't talk about that. Please don't. I well, still have we'll re- to. Maybe we'll release, release the video this year. F- I gotta let you watch it. Maybe Sunday. 
when we hang out on Sunday, I'll let you watch it finally. If I watch it, we won't release it. So, <laughs> might as well just release it without showing it to me. <laughs> okay, you could always veto it after it's up. The Joey, Joey, listen, listen. Yeah, <laughs> it's got it's 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 got to come down. <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. I almost made a gob joke before, but I decided not to. When you're talking about a serious man about the story of Job, I, I, oh, okay. do you mean gob? That was the running joke in the rest of the film. Anyway, episode 131 of Movie Sucktastic. Uh, go to iTunes and download our shows. Review them there. Uh, listen to them there. Go to our website to download the shows. Uh, you can also listen to them there as well. You can go to livestream.com slash moviesucktastic and you can watch the show live every Thursday at 8 p.m., sometimes 8.30. You can go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. You can go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com. You can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can email us at themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com. That should do it. Still have to bookend that shit. Yeah. So I can say goodbye and then play something. All right. Anyway. All right. Final words? No. That's your job. No. It's uh, your I job. Fine. Woof, woof. Woof woof. Uh huh. All right, everybody. Talk to you next week. Woof. <laughs> Stop that. <laughs>